0: Hey girl, are your healthy habits all over the place or non-existent? Do you wish you could find true food freedom, move your body for joy, and really just talk a little nicer to yourself? If you have tried to have it hack your health, but the strategies you've tried just haven't worked for you in your busy lifestyle, then this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Emily Nichols, habit and fitness coach, behavior change specialist, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I'm here to tell you there is an easier way than what we've been taught about our health and our habits. How do I know? Well, because I've transformed my own life through habit hacking and now my family gets the best of me and I now help my clients do the same. I'm now going to teach you how to create healthy habits in less time guilt-free for all seasons of your life. It's not your fault your habits haven't worked, my friend. We just have to do them differently. So are you ready to feel empowered and transform your habits in life? Then let's do this. You're listening to episode 191 of Self-Transformed. Hey friend, welcome to the show. A happy early Valentine's Day to you. I hope Every day is filled with love for you, but I hope tomorrow maybe you feel a little extra loved and you give a little extra love as well. I know my family will be having a nice little dinner at home and I always like to do like chocolate covered strawberries. That is like my jam this time of year. So (laughs) spreading that love today and always. Just a reminder This Wednesday, the 15th at 12 p.m. Eastern, we have our first monthly workshop of the year. Every month, I host a $5 quick mini workshop, 15, 20 minutes or less. The theme every month is really focused on what we're talking about here on the show, but even more so what we're talking about in the Habit Hacking Society. If you're a Habit Hacker listening, of course, you get into the workshop for free. You know the code to get you there. But if you're not a member yet and you want to listen to this month's Workshop. Either join us live so we can have a dialogue, a conversation together, or watch the replay. You'll get it forever. This is a self-love habits workshop because self-love is hard to do. <laughs> it, it really is. We're doing a challenge in the society this month to say something nice about ourselves every month and honest every day this month. And honestly, I feel like it's one of our hardest challenges we've done so far. So we're often combating all of these other outside things, right? Um, We're comparing ourselves to what we see other people doing. And that allows us to have negative self-talk. We have body confidence. We are worried about judgment from others. We're, you know, we have that all or nothing mentality based on our past failures. So in this workshop, you will learn about some tiny self-love habits and you will realize a little bit we'll dig a little deeper of course with habit strategy into the triggers that are causing you to maybe not talk so nice to yourself and of course how to track those self love habits so this will include a new item from the shop. It is a self-love calendar download. It'll help give you 30 ideas of some simple self-care habits and allow you to track them over time. So you'll be able to access this workshop later on if you're not able to do it live. Also, if you want just the calendar, it will be available in the transformation shop as well. To sign up, you can go to bit.ly slash self habits to learn more and sign up. So like I said, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. You'll notice usually around this time every year in February, I like to have a show focused on self-love. Because it is challenging. It's super, super challenging. And it's something as far as a habit that we need to reevaluate as seasons of life change, right? So I'm really excited for you here, this conversation today with Erica Castro Diaz of Her Renewed Strength. Make sure to go search for her podcast as we're chatting here, go subscribe. We did a podcast swap together so you can hear me talking about what else Habit Hacking Your Health over on her show as well. But Erica is a Christ follower, wife and mama. She's a life coach for anxious, overwhelmed Christian women and helps you get more done with less overwhelm. Thank you. I love that so much. Now, a lot of times I feel like as busy working moms, we have a lot of anxiety, right? I feel like there's kind of like something always weighing on our shoulders or it's almost like we're carrying a big backpack and we're carrying all of the things like you got your new Stanley cup, you got your phone, you got your bag, you got your bag for after work, you're carrying your kids this, you're carrying your kids that. It's a heavy load that we carry, right? It's that invisible load and that can really cause us to feel anxious. I wanted to take a minute and give you the definition of anxiety and give you the definition of self-love as well, because we are talking about self-love habits today for the anxious woman, which is a lot of us. Personally speaking, yes, I do feel anxiety at times. So anxiety, the actual definition is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, right? We just have this constant worry. We're just feeling anxious all the time, right? You don't have control over a lot of things when we are trying to control so many things, and that can cause you to feel anxious. Now, self-love, this is a very simple definition. It is a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. Boom that's it. (laughs) And that's easier said than done when you're coming from a place of always feeling anxious, right? So today, Erica shares some really great proactive self-love habits to help you dig a little deeper into making yourself a priority. And not from like a narcissistic manner, but in a way that is really grace-filled and just loving to yourself. And we're going to be open to pivoting your habits based on who you are now, not who you were a few years ago. And what would best support really loving yourself in this season of life you are in now? My friend, if you are not one of your top two priorities, which you will hear Erica say in this episode, she is going to help you put yourself at the top of the list, not in a way that's going to make you feel guilty, but in such a graceful and loving way, it's going to open your heart because I know you're such a nurturing person. You're giving so much love to everyone else, but to be able to give yourself love is a true gift to yourself and will really help you ease that anxiety as well. So get a pen and paper handy. Now, I did a story recently on Instagram, side note, and most of you listen in your car. So don't get a pen and paper handy if you're driving. Mental notes or voice notes if you have to just be safe. And make sure to stick around to the end of the episode because as always, I will share my three biggest takeaways with you. Let's get it. All right, gang. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Self-Transformed. I am so excited to talk to my friend, Erica Diaz Castro of Her Renewed Strength. Erica, thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate you.
0: Same, same. I love finding new podcasting friends. I was recently on your show as Mm -hmm. well, and I just, I love your heart, and I can't wait for people to hear hear your heart (laughs) through your words today, Erica. Um, yeah. But if you wouldn't mind, the first question I ask every guest is what comes to mind when you hear the phrase self-transformed?
1: I like this question. I took some time to think about it and I've, you know, I've listened to your show and asked myself the same question even before having our own conversations. And, you know, I think part of what's exciting about the word transform is that change, which is inevitable, is like the true core of that, right? And I think when I hear the word self-transformed or the phrase self-transformed, I think that you have a hand in that change and change is hard, right? And sometimes people are so resistant to it, but it happens anyway, whether you're intentional about it or not. So when I am thinking about like what I've heard from you and what that looks like, and really the, the heart of your show, I think of intentional action that leads to change.
0: I love that. Yes. Intentional action. You've listened to the show. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) For sure, Erica. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's intentional action. And sometimes once you start doing that, it becomes a little bit easier. But that change at first is kind of like, it's not kind of, it is uncomfortable, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always.
0: Totally. Well, let's get into talking a little bit more about you and maybe mm-hmm. share a little bit about your own story as far as who you are and what you do today and really just how you got here.
1: Yeah. So I am a Christ follower. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a business owner and a podcaster. And I help anxious, overwhelmed Christian women with time management and really developing a biblical mindset. And basically that just means a mindset that's consistent with what God says in the Bible. So when I'm you know, thinking back on my own transformation and how I've gotten to the point that I'm at, so many of my habits, so many of the things that were going wrong in my life were part of lack of intention and just kind of like winging it every day, figuring things out on the fly and not really having core values that I clung to. And it wasn't until after I came to Christ that that changed drastically. So with everything that I've let go of that no longer serves who I'm trying to be and how I'm trying to live my life, I can see Jesus at the core of it all. And then I see just my response to what the Lord has done in my life as being a really huge part of that.
0: Okay. I love that so much, Erica. And it's funny you brought up the phrase core values, because I've had a couple other people mention that to me this week. And I feel like when I hear something over and over again, I think it's God nudging me like, okay, yeah. lean mm-hmm. into this, lean into yeah. this a little bit more. And we're in the, in that new year-esque time. And I know a lot of folks have already goal set for the year. And I really like to think about, okay, not necessarily what I want to do, but who do I want to be and the habits that support that. So when you think of core values, how do you set your own core values?
1: I sit down and I really think about what's important to me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people think that you need to do a bunch of things for your core values to be something specific. And I think it's really part of your belief system. It's all, you know, connected to the same roadmap. And for a really long time, like I said, I didn't really have core values that I clung to. But part of the issue is that I didn't sit down to think about it. I didn't think about what was important. I kind of assumed that what was important to me when I was younger was still important to me. And as I matured and learned from a lot of my mistakes, I started to look back and see that I was looking at life through the lens of like teenage me or early twenties me. And I had grown massively, but I was still holding on to these things, habits included that were really part of where I was as opposed Mm -hmm. to where I was trying to go.
0: Yeah. 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 I wanted to expand that a little. Okay. So when I hear a phrase over and over again, I'm like, okay, we need to talk about on the podcast. I hear you. I hear you. Mm -hmm. And that's really good to evaluate. Cause like you said, I think sometimes it's just something we assume like, yeah, I have, I have core values. Like Mm -hmm. there's basic core values, but I think there's deep, deep, true core values for you personally that make you, you. And like you said, kind of reevaluating your habits and make sure they're supporting them from there. Mm -hmm. You know, something I think that kind of stands in our way of really maybe digging deep into that is a feeling of anxiousness or anxiety, which I know you help a lot of women mm-hmm. with that. Um, and I know I deal with that sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I am just <laughs> in my own head and I need to get out of there. Yeah. But I think a lot a lot of the outside world comes in and causes a lot of this anxiety you know, in our lives, you know what I mean? So what do you see from the outside world that is really causing so many of us, especially as women to feel so anxious all the time?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can say this from experience and from having worked with women for the past 10 years. I want to share that before I say really what it is, I worked with women as a fitness coach, I did nutrition for athletes that were, you know, Olympic lifters and bodybuilding uh, competitors. Um, I did weight loss. And as a physical fitness competitor myself, you know, I, I also struggled with anxiety then, and then it kind of carried over into my post competitor life. And what I realized was the common thread between all these women I worked with for a decade and myself was that we were constantly doing and we were not pausing enough. And the routine went on autopilot, so much so that you kind of stopped keeping your compass out to tell if you were actually were going in the direction that you were trying to go. You were just so in it and not taking that time to take a step back and assess things properly. Cause you know, I think a lot of us, we ask surface level questions or we accept surface level answers and we don't go deep enough, even with ourselves to get to the core of what we really mean. Okay. I know you've felt this way before too.
0: You start a new healthy habit routine and you find a good flow motivation is high, but then life gets in the way and you find yourself in a season of life where that healthy habit routine just isn't working for you now anymore. Ugh, right? I mean, instead of just giving up, come take my free masterclass, The Healthy Habit Reset. You will learn the simple five-step habit change method I only share in this masterclass where I take the overwhelm and confusion out of health and teach you how to reset your habits for whatever season of life you are in with some basic habit strategy. And I know what you're thinking. How long is this going to take? I know your time is precious, my friend. So the masterclass is broken up into just three 10 to 15 minute modules and is available as audio only too. I have a workbook to also help you take action, so it's not going to take up a ton of your time. Check it out for free and let me know what you think at bit.ly slash free reset masterclass. There's a link in the show notes for you as well. I can't wait to see you inside of the reset. Now let's get back to the show.
1: I remember someone telling me, you only meet others as deeply as you've met yourself. And I started to wonder, how deeply have I met myself? And what does that even look like? Like, I I don't want to compare myself to other people. But, you know, I was in corporate America for literally a third of my life and just always working on being faster and more efficient and doing and producing. And I could, I really had a hard time slowing down to look at things for more than what was visible on the surface and so many of my clients even now struggle with that they just add to their plate and they're so anxious because nothing seems to be moving forward yet they're putting in so much work so much effort and energy and their mind is just constantly racing
0: Mm it's that concept of do, 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 do. And I feel like we get caught up, especially as women thinking, well, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be doing this. I'm not doing this. Maybe if I do this, I'll, I'll feel more fulfilled or, um, you know, I'll be seen as this type of mom or whatever. And it's yeah. just like an endless cycle for some folks, right? For a
1: lot of it us, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like all this fear, fear of judgment, you know, mm-hmm. fear of rejection, wanting to fit in people pleasing, all of these things, and it leads to poor prioritization, poor boundaries. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's really the shock of being unhealthy that gets you to stop and do something different.
0: Mm-hmm. True. True. You kind of have that breaking point or you, have you burnt out so much like the fire is just, it's going to be hard to put it out.
1: Right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You start to not think clear. You start to wonder like, what's the point? You know, and I think mm-hmm. once you start asking those questions, like you've definitely gotten to the point where you're, you're at your wits end, you
0: mm-hmm. know? So what are some type of habits you would suggest for a listener today to help ease those anxious minds of ours a little bit something simple
1: Mm -hmm. I mentioned that a lot of women myself included have a hard time slowing down and one of the things that has proven to be so helpful so transformative has been scheduling dates with yourself and I think a lot of us are are we're all relational right but we tend to think about relationship with other people and I'm so passionate about people prioritizing the important things and you have to be up on that list, right? Like in your top two, hopefully you're in there, you know? Um, so, you know, writing down your commitments and coming through on them for everybody else is important, but you also have to do that with yourself. And it is a hard thing to develop discipline, especially when you're trying to do something that doesn't come so natural, which is, you know, kind of being still and just being with yourself. But I can tell you from the experience of a person who's been the fly by the seat of your pants girl and, you know, do everything that I feel like doing at the moment, I feel like doing it. You don't always feel like resting because your mind is always going to come up with one more thing to do. So A date with yourself doesn't necessarily need to be you like sitting down or laying down and like chilling out, but at the very least it should energize you. And it really should lead to an opportunity for you to fill your own cup. You know,
0: I love that concept. Like my first thing was like, I'm just going to go to Starbucks by myself. And like,
1: it's so simple. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you can just sit
1: yes yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: what comes to your mind when you think of like okay I'm going to take myself out on a date
1: honestly go to the bookstore and like just get lost and yeah. you know maybe I'll buy a book maybe I'll just read a chapter and like walk out inspired yeah. you know
0: yeah and I bet the listeners listening to, I think, I hope something came to the forefront of their minds too. And I feel like that's an opportunity when you can pause and kind of evaluate at the same time, like, wow, this felt really good to slow down and just not be doing and doing and doing, and doing, just being in myself and giving myself a little self-love. I mean, that, that feels like a really hard practice to do sometimes because we're just yeah. so we're so giving of our love to so many others, which is so important. It's hard to give ourselves that love back in return.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think sometimes we we start to think that if we are pouring too much into ourselves, that we're taking away from what we could be giving to others. And you you have to flip it, right? Like you, once you pour into yourself, you can then pour into others because- at the point that you continue to give, 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 you will run out. And, you know, if it's unhealth or if it is, you know, some ailment or a thing that's happening in your life, burnout, whatever, you won't be able to show up for these people. Right. So sometimes you're only stopping because you're forced to, and then you, it's almost like people wait for an excuse mm-hmm. to not be able to show up. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want that for anybody because Having been that person, having been raised by that person, it's not fruitful. And it's also a really unhealthy cycle.
0: Well, I feel like practicing some type of healthy habit or self-care or self-love for yourself, there's so many different terms (laughs) for whatever Mm -hmm. that feels like to you. It's so much more being proactive versus being super reactive. Or like you said, being forced into that, because maybe it's by a sickness or just complete burnout where you're like, Mm -hmm. I can't do anything now. And it just, it all crumbles. And then you just feel that defeat and shame. And yeah, again, that cycle starts all over again.
1: It does. It does. You know, something that I think some people might struggle with just thinking about, some of my own clients and experiences movement is also something that falls under like a date with yourself right so Mm -hmm. you could take yourself to the gym or to a Zumba class or to an orange theory fitness class I remember being in a couple of those orange theory classes I'm like this is hard but it feels really good you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and it's it's just an act of care right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and pausing and being able to fill that cup right and you know the old me did train for hours and hours and didn't sleep enough so the other side of movement is also rest and i just want to emphasize the importance of that because you know 6 hours of sleep is is not optimal and especially if you have so much on your mind it's just not going to move you in the direction of, of being able to continue to do the things. And I'm, I'm totally guilty of like taking the, the, the route of less rest so that I could do more. Um, and it's just something that we have to really like be so intentional about committing to, to doing differently, you know?
0: Yeah. I love that you brought up movement. It's my, ultimate high form of self-care for me because it's physical it's mental emotional spiritual it's all these different things for me it didn't used to be that way it used to Mm -hmm. be like i need to move my body to look a certain way you know you know what i mean now I i we were just talking about this in class the other day they were doing like a really hard endurance day. And I was like, you know, we want an endurance mindset. We're going all the way to the end. And it just kind of like, just had a little download. And I was like, well, what are we training for in here? We're, we're just not working out. We're just not here yeah. just to work out. I, I said, we're training for life. We're training yeah. to for life. Like, oh, look at me. I can do this hard endurance day. Look at all this confidence I built up in myself. Maybe my anxiety level has gone down
1: a little bit now. Oh, yeah there's you know? su- there's studies that show like intense movement decreases anxiety and i can mm-hmm. you know i re- i can recall specific times when i was in corporate america and you know staring at a screen all day is really challenging for its yeah. own set of reasons and the ch- the difficulties that 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 you know produces are hard to pinpoint because we're so used to that. But I remember having like extreme anxiety and just going to the gym next door. Thank God it was next door and just getting crushed in a workout and feeling finally like I could breathe afterward, you know, just moving my body to the point that I could only focus on the suffering of it because that allowed me to stop worrying about the thing that I was so fixated on in -hmm. that cubicle.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think any type of form of care for yourself, I think a lot of times when we do it, we kind of do it begrudgingly. We're like, oh, fine, I'll do my
1: journaling.
0: Like this. Yeah. and then, <laughs> then at the end, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. Yes. Okay, I'll do it again tomorrow. But yeah. sometimes we do show up like that because of where we're coming from. But the more you do it, the more you'll just crave it. And it'll be that unconscious behavior to help with that anxious mind for sure.
1: Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I love that so much.
0: Erica, I could talk to you forever, girl. Where can everyone connect with you and learn more about you and your awesome show?
1: So I hang out on Her Renewed Strength, the podcast. You can check it out on Apple, Spotify, all platforms. And you can head to herrenewstrength.com to get with us inside the Facebook group. Um, there's links to the podcast there and you know, just stuff hanging out. I don't hang out on um, Instagram. I actually just deleted my Instagram. So I do hang out inside of our Facebook group, but I, um, I really spend most of my time pouring into the podcast and trying to be home with my littles. So it's good.
0: I love it so much. I'll make sure to include links in the show notes so everyone can find you and come listen to your show as well, Erica. But thank you so much for coming on the show. I so appreciate you.
1: Oh, I appreciate you, Emily. I hope this was helpful and hopefully encourages you guys to take some time this week and put a date with yourself inside your planner and and follow through on that.
0: Yes, I'm going to schedule one for me right now. So good. (laughs) Yes. Erica, thank you so much for this conversation, girlfriend. I can just, just listening back to our conversation together, I can really just hear your passion and your heart for helping other women. So thank you for sharing that with us today. So friends, let's talk about our three biggest takeaways from this conversation with Erica from Her Renewed Strength. So number one, you need to sit down and think about your core values. And think about it as what is important to you now, okay? Because most likely, it is very different from what it was a few years ago, right? What I was doing five years ago is totally different from what I'm doing now, and those priorities change. Now, my top priorities are always my faith, taking care of myself, my family, of course, but sometimes maybe those priorities kind of shift or maybe you have a really great faith-based relationship right now with God and that kind of like got pushed to the side which that happens that's something I'm obvious I'm really really digging deeper into this year personally for me too. And I actually sit down and think about it. And then think about what habits have served you back then that maybe don't serve you right now. Maybe you were getting up every day at 4:30 a.m. to go work out and you're like I don't need to do that anymore. It's actually exhausting me. I'm not getting enough rest and I'm not treating myself with love. And that is not a priority I need to do right now. Maybe I need to habit hack it and do it at a different time of day or do it in smaller pockets of time. Okay. But what I really love about Erica and her heart is I really feel like, you know, as someone who is maybe feeling anxious or, you know, like that definition of anxiety, you have a feeling of worry or unease. Erica really put my heart at ease just listening to her and knowing that if you are able to rest in your faith first, right, that can be one of your top priorities if you have a faith-filled relationship with God. Resting in your faith will first allow that unease to soften. It's not necessarily gonna go away right away, but a habit of faith will really help that unease soften over time, okay? So I love that so much. So number two, when we're talking about anxiety, we are always doing, like Erica said, we are always doing, 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 and not pausing. Now, we do like to get on autopilot with our habits, right? We don't want to think about it. We don't want to have all these tabs open in our heads, as I say all the time. But if you are on autopilot, like Erica said, I love this so much, and you're not getting your compass out to make sure you're still headed in the right direction... You might have taken a detour and you're totally off course, you know? It's kind of like when you drive to work and you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, how did, how did I even get here? You're listening to the podcast right now, driving to work, and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here, right? We're on autopilot. We're on autopilot. So, but if you just keep doing, 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 and not pausing, a lot of times that's going to lead to getting off track that's going to lead to maybe you'll be you'll be like, okay, I've just been on autopilot and been killing it at work, but maybe your home life is not doing so well. And you are trying to people please everyone. And then that leads to poor boundaries. And then, oh my gosh, like all of a sudden I'm like, you know, 10 pounds up on the scale and I don't feel good about myself and I'm not resting. And it's just a vicious cycle sometimes, right? Such a vicious cycle. So Take a moment and pause, pause, you know, go back to those priorities, those core values again, like we just talked about. And if you're on autopilot, get your compass out. Now, your compass could be a, something as simple as journaling. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. It could be a numerous amount of things, you know, going back to those priorities and those habits that serve you. Think of what habits would serve you right now to get you off of autopilot and doing, 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 feeling anxious all the time pausing and evaluating what's working and what's not right now. And then lastly, of course, we're talking about self-love. And the big reason I wanted to have Erica on this week is because she mentioned taking herself on a date. And I was like, yes, happy Valentine's Day to me. (laughs) I want to take myself on a date. We're building relationships with everyone else in our lives. So are you building a relationship with yourself? Are you in your top of your mind for your priorities? more than likely you're not, and that's okay. <laughs> Trust me, you're not alone there. That's one of the top challenges I hear from my community is like, we I don't put myself first. And when I do, I feel super guilty. But when you think about scheduling a date with yourself, think of something that will energize you. It will help fill your cup and just keep it super simple. I love, of course, how she mentioned movement, taking yourself on a date to Starbucks, go read a book. I know I'm trying to make more room for fun books this time of year, for, or this for this year for me, instead of just always doing personal development and habit strategy books. And, you know, taking a date for myself could be, you know, as it's nicer outside, I'm going to go sit on my patio by myself and read a book right? It's all about being proactive, right? It's all about being proactive so you don't have to be reactive and forced into that burnout or sickness or it all just crumbles. It all just crumbles underneath you and then we feel paralyzed and don't move and that anxiety starts to creep back in, okay? So this is all about proactive self-love habits. Stopping what you're doing and pausing Thinking about what you can be doing now in this moment, in this season of life you are in to take care of yourself through your self-love habits. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be grandiose. It can be something as so simple as telling a joke, as putting music on in your kitchen and dancing around the kitchen. It could be something as simple as making yourself a nourishing meal. It could be as simple as buying someone a coffee next time you're at your coffee shop. There's so many ways to practice self-love that don't have to be big, that don't have to be crazy, right? That don't have to have you feel guilty, okay? We deserve to love ourselves. We deserve to take care of ourselves, and I hope you feel that love today and every day. Okay. So Erica, thank you again so much for coming on the show. Friends, don't forget about that self-love habits workshop happening this Wednesday. If you can't come live, no worries, but make sure if you wanted the workshop sign up before Wednesday, because it's just $5 up until Wednesday. If you are loving the show. I would love it if you would let me know, take a screenshot, share share it on your Instagram stories, tag me at emilynichols22 or write a review of the show here in iTunes. It helps more women find the show as well. So as always, sending you a big virtual hug. I will check in with you later this week for your habit hack of the week. Sending you a big love, lots of Valentine's treats and love your way for you tomorrow as well. Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you want some free motivation texted to you every week to help you habit hack your health, send me your favorite emoji to 773-904-2157 to sign up for my weekly pump up text. I can't wait to catch up with you there. And if you have any quick questions for me or feedback, it's me on the other end. So text me back, friend. And if you love the show, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way more mamas can find the show. Tag me in your Instagram stories at emilynichols22. What you love about the show. Show me your review so I can shout you out. Love and appreciate you, friend. I'll see you next time.